in just a second. So just a reminder, again, this is Party Invite show number 87. 87. We've done a lot of shows so far. Um, that's wild. We'll definitely be talking about that in a couple of weeks because, um, you know, this this thing called Extra Life and our anniversary. Ooh. Ooh. Coming up. Um, and, uh, yeah, this is the, the heavy part of the year coming up soon, so technically it's a good thing that we do get a little bit of rest and we don't... Um, we don't, don't don't go too crazy on trying to keep up our previous appearances and stuff right now because it's it's going to get wild. Uh, for for you guys here on stream, uh, it's not really an announcement if you've been around for a while. If it if you haven't been around for a while, then this might be new to you. But we do a, a uh, uh, the Game Awards end of the year show, and this year we will be co-streaming it um, officially. We did it. We did technically co-stream it once, but. We still had the the issue of uh, of the couldn't like the, the bots or whatever kind of things that we had to yeah, yeah we had to skirt around that kind of stuff um, and then we're gonna have uh, an extra life event or events uh, a couple different days that we'll be doing extra life stuff uh, to raise money this year we made our official goal uh, at three thousand dollars last year we made it at five thousand dollars and we uh, we got uh, twenty five hundred as a team uh, under the party invite banner with a lot of lovely people, so we're going to be talking about that, um, this new event here shortly. So keep your eyes at, uh, posted on that. Um, other than that, uh, Sav, you got you got streaming a, a whole lot more often in your life now? <laughs> yes! Um, I don't know if you can tell, but Twitch kind of threw up on me. Got the brand in, got the brand in. Hold on, wait a minute, wait. Got the brand in. Of course, mm -hmm. of course. We up in here. We have a full-time streamer now. Uh, same, same bat time, same bat place. You can see my screen in the glasses. Good thing I'm not like looking at anything inappropriate. Could you imagine? <laughs> Could I um, imagine? Hmm. Oh, don't imagine. <clears throat> and don't check my Twitter. Line. Just kidding. I'm really careful about that. <laughs> but uh, it's really, it's fun and it's different and it's weird because I was already really bad at scheduling anyway. Um, so now I have to like, I have a weekly schedule that I adhere to day wise, but not time wise. Cause every time I try to make a time for myself for anything, I'm always two hours late. So I'm just like, whatever. I'm on CPT and DPT. So that's color people time and Devi people time. And it's too much. All right. So, um, we just go much. by days. It's too much. <laughs> I have to like th do five different kinds of conversions. Oh, you know what? Hold on. I'm, I don't think I'm streamer enough yet. Hold on. I got something for y'all while I, while we talk about this so um i've been doing a lot of pokemon spriting like making my custom sprites for pokemon my my custom run that i'm doing and i just finished up my elite four so that's the, what's really been going on with uh that but other than that it's pretty much the same same content just more or less more or less if that makes sense <laughs> perfectly yes yes i am okay we got that streamer purple oh nice there we go Streaming. <laughs> anyway, good job. Uh, but yeah, that's basically what's been going on in uh, Sovereign Town, over in the Sovereign Tech. Yeah, and uh, since I didn't get to go because I fucking drove around uh, downtown KC for twenty minutes and then said fuck this, uh, but you went to our meetup, right? I did. Wait, is that why you didn't come? I was wondering. Yes. Wow, sadness. Welcome in, Russ. Good to see you as usual. Yeah, uh, how was that? It was a lot of fun, actually. So we started out at the parlor, um, which actually I barely made it to because, um, you know, CPT. So <laughs> uh, I got there. Uh, it started at 7. I got there at like 
And um, but at that time, everyone is tabbing out and moving on to the, like, the next location. Um, and I had been saving my appetite for like food, right? And so I was like, okay, as long as the next place has food. Because uh, the parlor is basically, for those who are um, uninitiated, it's basically like a glorified food court. It's really, really nice, upscale dining experience with like different kinds of restaurants in there. They got like, um, you know, hand-breaded chicken, they have mac and cheese, they have um, Thai food and Korean food. I can't remember the two that they have, but there's two Asian food places. Um, they have like a Mexican place um, and there's, it's two levels and each level has its own bar. So it's like really nice. Um, but it was also really loud. There was a bunch of private events going on there, like birthday parties and bachelorette parties and like an EDM uh, mini concert or something. And so it was like hella loud. And that's why people were, we were migrating to the next location. Um, so I was like, okay, I'm hungry as long as I have food. Well, we get there right when the kitchen closes. So that was sad. <laughs> uh, so Deadpool and I ended up going to Grinders for pizza. Um, after I had some olives from the bar, I was just like, bartender, please. Look at me. I need some food. Do you see these skin and bones? Give me some food. <laughs> I, I hate it when people tell me to eat a sandwich, but like if I can use it to get free food, I will. Because I don't look like it, but I eat. Y'all. I mean, right now. So, <laughs> uh, But it was a lot of fun. You know, we had the group photo and um, it was really good to see people again from the, uh, from the community um, and also meet some of the newer faces. Um, I relearned at that meeting that uh, Fuzzy, who's become a staple in the community, I feel, um, he's always in there playing something, mostly Overwatch with a uh, with Odie and the gang. Um, but yeah, he's one of my high school friends. I completely oh, forgot nice. that I was the one who invited him to the Discord. And we wow. talked about it and, and joked about it at, that, at the meeting. And um, he actually used to be in a band in, in high school. And that's how we met, because I went to one of his shows. And I actually pulled up the, the Facebook memory that recently came across my Facebook timeline of me at his show. And he was like, yeah, that's the Halloween show. And it was like, so it was, it was cool. It was fun. And uh, yeah, it was just really nice to meet and, and, and talk with some of the people at the, at the community. It was a lot of fun. Very nice. <laughs> Odie and the gang is going to be my new band name. You know what? It probably should be at this point. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to say that. It took me one and a half hours to find parking. Honestly, finding parking was easier than I thought. But I'm also really stubborn about finding somewhere close to the location because I have shoes that I wear and they're not good for walking. <laughs> I almost got hit like four times just leaving that area and i know how to get around that area like i've done it a million times and i was just sick of it the, i had no patience that time of the day mm -mm. no well, i'm surprised you missed out on like a a craft beer ale experience you know we went to the imperial or whatever it's called and that's basically all they served there and i was like where are the, where are the cocktails <laughs> but they did have this really cool hot chocolate like a chai hot chocolate that was like whiskey based and after i got over the taste of tree um it was really good over the taste of tree it tastes like licking a tree i'm sorry that's what that's what whiskey tastes like to me i'm, I'm consuming a tree <laughs> liquid cow food <laughs> damn yeah uh thoughts going out to deadpool wonder what happened oh my god i hope that wasn't on the way home it no, it is, couldn't have uh, been wild out there, though. Wow, I hope. We, wow, I hope they're okay. But yeah, there's a uh, there's been a whole lot going on. Um, for those of you that uh, have stuck around the stream a few times, uh, uh, somebody secured some mead sponsorship, Ooh. little mead sponsorship for oh, a sponsorship. Night. So uh, be be looking out for the next time. Uh, Hopefully, actually, hopefully next stream, I might actually have the mead and, uh, you know, 
I'm telling you, Saab, I'm gonna drop by, be like, hey, which which one you want, and you know, take it from so, there. So, have we partnered with this mead sponsorship to get more party invite exclusive drinks, like we had the one time? <laughs> I don't I don't know about exclusive stuff yet, um, but definitely got some uh, peach and uh, blackberry elderberry meads coming our way. So. Uh, more on that hopefully within the next week so uh yeah and and russ you know depending on on what i get maybe maybe i'll, I'll throw some your way you know just to help a brother I'm gonna out. gonna wrestle up some drink <laughs> <laughs> but yeah oh, uh, nice. it's, it's one of those you know funny things that uh thankfully social media is very helpful with uh connecting businesses that like each other so um yeah it's pretty neat Oh man, thanks for the update, Odysseus. That sucks though. Um, so yeah, we uh, we are here to talk about a couple things. Nothing crazy. This is a very, uh, very. What was the word? I'm I've already lost it. Wow. Low key. Intimate. Very chill. Low oh key. yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's very intimate. Very intimate little stream for for everybody here. So. And scuffed, yes, Odysseus. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> uh, but uh, as you can tell, the stream is like about. not behind <laughs> because it's actually my internet working through this this time. Uh, so that's that's a fun thing. Um, <laughs> let me dim the lights. You know what? Get out the candles, Russ. We're gonna we're gonna make this nice and cozy. Uh, let me slip into something a little bit more scuffed. <laughs> 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 yes and you know what ecto you right max had room filters on that's that's totally what this is about <laughs> uh so yeah we've we've been playing a few games but i've i've not gotten to do what i wanted to do lately because you know every time i freaking come home i'm falling asleep within like an hour of getting home and so that's that sucks but um, despite not getting to play both Scorn and uh, Plague Tale Requiem, which just came out, uh, those are the absolute only things that I'm going to do this weekend. Like, that's it. I'm going to stay home and play those because I've been waiting to play those forever. And uh, yeah, as far as the games that I have played, though, uh, last week I completed Beacon Pines. Have you seen Beacon Pines yet, Sav? So, um... The very first day it appeared on Game Pass, I was just like, ooh, this looks like a really cute game. And the second thought I had was, this is a Carlos game. <laughs> like, it's very much real, it. though. <laughs> it's so, uh, when, you, when you said that you had played it in the Discord, I was like, ooh, bingo car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, I don't have video to show you guys right now, but uh, definitely for, for everybody that's on Game Pass, you know, we're going to say it about 150 times. But for anybody that has Game Pass, uh, you would be doing yourself a favor, hardcore, if you download Beacon Pines. I, I think it's even available on the, the cloud uh, if you've got Ultimate. Pretty sure you can play it through the cloud. Um, Beacon but Pines, watch out for old men yelling at you because they tend to yell at clouds for some reason. Oh, yes. All the time. <laughs> Beacon Pines is... It's mostly visual novel it's very narrative heavy that's all it is that's that's what it's about right but it's got uh some outstanding voice acting it's got incredible writing uh it's really about all these um 
these woodland critters uh, are, are basically what the characters are all uh, based off of. Your main character is is like a little a little fawn, um, super cute. But it's this story basically that just starts you off in uh, this you know small town situation where um, this giant corporation controls the entire town, and you have to figure out you know what's what's going on. There's a dark side to this town, and and obviously the corporation has something to do with it. Uh, it turns into a, a very Stranger Things sci-fi drama that is just really unexpected, um, like, going into it. Because you're, you're just seeing this character development from the very first uh, minute of the game. And it just goes and goes and takes you into a lot of different places. And the big key thing is that you have choices to make throughout the game. But uh, they actually lead to an, en an end way before the ending so you'll have an ending happen and then it kind of feels like a, uh, a choose your own uh, path kind of story because um, you'll reach an ending and then you'll you actually go back into the storybook that this narrator is going through with you and you choose which path to branch off of to make a different ending mm. and doing different things throughout the game uh, gives you new branches to to go off on and it's really uh an intriguing thing um so kind of like um what's it called after falls a little bit sort of like you literally see the branches of this tree uh during gameplay because you you have the ending and it's sometimes very abrupt like it's like oh uh you made this choice and now everybody's frozen and dead <laughs> and it stops the story and the narrator <laughs> the narrator is this gorgeous voice that's just like she's like, oh well, that that's that did not work out the way we hoped it would. Um, let's go back, <laughs> and and it literally takes you back a few pages in the storybook to back to this this uh, image of the of the tree and the different paths that you have available to you, and it's really phenomenal in how it goes through it. Um, it uh, each branch is uh, defined by a particular word. So you fill in the story with this particular word, and it, it starts that branch off. And so, like uh, one of them, one of the major points, um, I forget the exact words, but like one word is, um, I, I seriously I cannot remember the actual word. One word is like to to cry, and the other word is like really happy, and. If you do the cry one, it actually takes you into the better path than if you did the happy response. And it, it's just really cool how it works. Um, and you don't know where the, the branches are going to take you right off the bat, even though you, you try to make an assumption. Uh, it's really neat. And uh, Odysseus, yeah, you're actually very right. It does sound like the curator in uh, the Dark Pictures anthology. Um, <laughs> except, like, she... The actress really just brought it because there are sad moments in these endings that you're just like, ah, what? And you have to keep playing. Like you have to get to that next branch. And she's just like, Oh my God, this was, this is almost too much for me to handle. Let's, let's make a different choice. And you get right back into it. You know, I, I, wow. mean, I, I played, my immersion. The whole, <laughs> yeah, I played the whole game in, in one go. It was uh, six hours uh, to get all the way through it. Uh, and then a few more minutes to uh, complete the achievements which was extra fun. Um, but yeah, I cannot, I, I can't recommend uh, Beacon Pines highly enough. It's it's up there on my list of favorite games of the year. 
Um, I'm definitely going to be talking about that more as the as the game awards and stuff come back around. That kind of narration style reminds me of um, there's a game called Lost in Random. Um, very like Tim Burton-y looking um, RPG, I guess you can call it. Um, about a girl who gets lost in a place called Random, and every like there's a whole bunch of like citadels that are all based on die faces from one through six and beyond. And um, yeah, it's like a really snarky, really um, empathetic narrator. And so I really love games that do that. Um, games like The Stanley Parable or, uh, you know, Lost in Random and other, other games like that that make you, the narrator feels as much like a spectator as you are because they're only describing what they're seeing. Um, they don't, they're not like omniscient like most narrators are instead. So I think that's really cool. For sure. I think you explained it perfectly. Um, yeah, those are great examples. Um, so yeah, that, that was really most of what I played. Uh, I played the first Life is Strange a little bit because it's one of them on my backlog that I just never completed for some reason. Absolutely no reason why I didn't complete it. <laughs> like I just went through like the first couple chapters and I was like, eh. Like I love the game. I actually really like Life is Strange. I, I've replayed the first chapter like probably four or five times. I don't, I don't understand why I haven't finished it. But enough about that uh what uh what have you been playing soft well um i'm gonna get into uh, my newer game a little later but for now since i already mentioned overwatch um uh, i'm playing a lot of overwatch uh the second one too and you'll be proud to know that i still have not caved in and bought the battle pass they're not getting my money y'all none of it very nice very nice yep i'm battle pass level 30 now and although a lot of the cosmetics are in there that are like really really cool I just cannot, I can't, I can't give them my money right now because you know why, you know, ABK is going through all the, all the shiz and it's, it's not pretty and it doesn't seem like they're making any actionable measures, you know? Um, in fact, actually, I think, <laughs> I think, uh, Activision Blizzard just got hit with another, uh, uh, harassment lawsuit. Cause I saw a tweet that was just like, Oh, they're about to uh, announce Overwatch 3. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, they, they've got uh, the harassment stuff, and then they've got the union the union busting at the same time, and it's just oh a, a wild show mess. going on, with a, along with the whole merger thing that's technically not over. So, yeah, it's it's really hard to... This cheese looks like Idaho. Sorry, like, like, or no, Illinois, maybe? I don't... <laughs> you know what? I'll, know I'll meet you in between. It, it works for both of them, I think. Yeah. <laughs> But no, it's crazy because I really want to support Overwatch as a game because I have some friends that actually work on the Overwatch team. Um, and I'm just like, and also I love the, the voice actor family. Like all of them, all of those people are stellar individuals. Um, I love them. Every time I see them in anything, of course, Matt Mercer. The God, the legend, the man, the myth. Like he's just overall awesome. And then um, Anjali Bamani, who plays Symmetra. She, um, I think the most recent thing I've seen her in is Miss Marvel. And she's amazing in that. She also has some other appearances and other things too. And every time I see her, I scream with happiness because she's amazing. Um, and just, you know, every time I see like Carolina share all of their interactions on Twitter, because I follow them both, Angelina and Carolina, uh, they always get the, the, all the ladies get together. They have all these really fun like parties and interactions and stuff with like Jen and Lucy. And it just, it makes my heart so happy because they're so pure. And it's like such a light that we need, in, especially on the darkness of Twitter, right? Um, it's really cool. And I'm just like, why can't Overwatch, just as a franchise, be owned by a more wholesome studio? Like, what 
what are the measurements that we have to take for someone to get to get them to buy that IP and then, you know, just transfer all the Overwatch talent over to away from ABK? Because, like, even the cinematics, I'm like, Blizzard is going to get run for their money. Why are y'all making video games? You should be making movies. Like, for real. The Kiriko Shore is amazing. Yeah, you're right. It's like, it's like we have to take their budget for them to actually not be shitty. I don't know. Like, that, that feels like that's it. It's like not Microsoft isn't going to be the solution, even though we really wish that they would be. It sucks because, like, even though it does kind of feel like it's in our hands to, like, speak with our wallets and stuff. For everyone who, like, boycotts that, there's, like, three times the people that aren't. And it's going to be that way for, like, Bayonetta 3 as well. You know, Helena Taylor came out with her speech or whatever. Which, at this point, feels like he said, she said, because Platinum released their statement that was like, oh, yeah, it was 4000 per session for five sessions, which is still very little for voice acting work, especially for a franchise like Bayonetta, but still, you know? Yeah, that's that's a whole other topic for sure that we could get into if anybody wants us to. Uh, just throw, throw it out in chat. If, if you want us to talk, Helena Taylor, uh, Bayo 3, hey. <laughs> but yeah, Ooh, could, it's, it's uh, all wild. We could do a drop next week as the as the story evolves and whatever, and we can get like more information and stuff. Oh man, give us more time to like dive in depth about I it. Mean, I, I, I would like to talk about evolve. it, but like I don't think we have enough info to be able to talk about it, like discuss it at large, you know? Because like I said, it's a bunch of like back and forth about because nobody knows about the negotiations. Even people close to the source, they're like, we have NDAs, we can't talk about the negotiations or anything like that. So we really don't have enough information to make a to make a solid call. Um, all I know is that Jennifer Hale has been a real sweetheart about it. Like. You know, believe women, believe actresses, you know, we need, we need to, we all need to be paid and I respect Helena's choice and her decisions and blah, 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 which is fair, you know, it's hard taking over a legacy role like Bandana like that. Yeah, I certainly wouldn't want to. I don't think you'd have the chops, darling. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, So you, you. Played Overwatch, obviously. Uh, when when did we play Roko? Was that? I think that was last week. Was that last week? Jesus Christ! It okay. was before the it was before the community meeting. I guess um, that's true. Yeah. But the other game that I've been playing is called Dome Keeper, and this one's been um, one I've been playing by by proxy by osmosis because I'll just sit and watch Bowser play, and he will sit there and play. So. When, when he finds a game that he really likes, it's really funny because he'll obsess over it in the way that he'll play it like every day and then also watch gameplay videos on it and fall asleep to like YouTube videos on it and stuff and other people doing their their runs, um, especially when it comes to like roguelites and roadlights and stuff, because there are so many different routes that you can take with all the different um, skills and items and paths and upgrades and blah, blah, blah. So he's always, he's not like a min-maxer, but he's always interested in finding out different other ways to maybe not optimize, but like play the game better than what he's doing um so i've just been digesting a whole bunch of freaking dome keeper <laughs> but for the for those who are unaware it's a roguelike game um where you are like an astronaut engineer in space you all you land on a random planet that's randomly generated um there are different planets it seems that are like there are different like planet archetypes but each planet is like um generated within those archetypes and you basically are mining for resources on this planet um, while trying to look for an ancient relic, um, the the cause the reason for which is unknown because that's the that's the whole of the story. You're looking for a relic. That's it. Because I I'm sure to ask. I was like, so what's the point? Why are you exploring space? And he was like, to find the relic. And I was like, okay, well, what does the relic do? Does it like save your people? Like, what's going on here? What's the story? He was like, oh, they don't say. And I'm like, uh, the 
was the point? The, the, whole game just, <laughs> the whole game turns into dead space once you find it. That's it. It's literally just a time sink. Well, no, the way it's, it's finding the relic is basically the end game. You find the relic, you take it back to your dome, and then you get one final wave because it's tower defense as well. It's not just, um, you know, you mining resources. You're, you're defending your dome from different waves of monsters while you're looking for the relic. And so the relic, um, once you find it, you take it back to your dome, and then you get a big final wave that's tougher than all the other waves. You can defeat it without the relic, but um, if you lose a certain amount of health after that time, then the relic will key in and then just annihilate the wave, and then your dome is saved. Um, at which point it's just like, well, then why did I... I went through all the trouble of finding that relic, and then it's just like, okay, bye! Like, and, I don't know. It's a, it's a nice time sink, and it's got really nice ambient music. Like, if, you're, if you play, like, Risk of Rain or Risk of Rain 2, it's kind of like that kind of silent ambience that builds as you do stuff. But it's fun. It seems fun, you know? Nice. So, that's so good far, there's not really um, much to it. Uh, I think they're coming out with more content, but it's pretty, it's pretty new. It's fairly new. I'm not even sure if it's, like, an early access or not, but it is available on Game Pass. Hey. <laughs> And for those of you that uh, need some more Game Pass talk, um, if you didn't notice in the Discord, I did put, uh, so we got the Amnesia Collection, and then Amnesia Rebirth, and then Soma, and then Phantom Abyss, which we definitely mm. got to play. So, mm -hmm. so the, uh, the developer joint that's um, like Legends of the Hidden Temple sort of trap style, um, running through dungeons and stuff like that. It's like if Indiana Jones was a game show. Yeah, exactly. So I, I definitely cannot wait to play that. Uh, I know Russ is wanting to play for sure, so we uh, definitely will get a party together sometime soon for that. Guarantee that one. Yeah, I just wish that we could play like actively with friends, you know, instead of like asynchronously through ghosts and whatnot. Unless, is there like an active multiplayer mode? Do we know? I think there is technically a way, but I'm not familiar with the full. Um, the full scope of it, yeah. I remember during the play test, it was just like kind of like that because people were excited to like play, get, like explore the temple with their friends and stuff at the same time, almost like a race or whatever. And then the, they found out, you know, it's just a solo experience with friends, asterisk. Um, so I hope that they do some kind of like maybe later add a mode where we're like actively racing. I don't know if it would be too taxing on their service to do that alongside the ghosts, but I mean. I mean, that said, I think it is technically still uh, at least on Game Pass, it's game preview mode, I'm pretty sure. That's okay. what they called it there. So I still don't think it's technically full release. Um, so they probably are working on stuff like that. But Devolver Money, it's it's going to be fine, I think. And it's had a pretty consistent amount of streams since it, since it did come out a few months back. Um, but yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, I know Ecto's playing Ghostbusters, but honestly, I kind of... I, I haven't bought yet, but I kind of want to get back into that uh, midnight ghost hunt um thank you i was about to ask i was like because speaking yeah. of ghosts you know that looked like a lot of fun yeah and oh you didn't get to play it i forgot that you didn't i didn't it was it was really fun that is a that is a solve game i'm pretty sure because you will be way too damn good at hiding as a as an inanimate object i guarantee it <laughs> you say that but my my experience in deceive ink so far has proven otherwise <laughs> Although I'm disguising myself as other people, not as hidden objects, which I thought that I would be sense. good at because I'm like, I was, I was a hella good spy in Team Fortress 2. Um, but that's pretending to be a different player, not an NPC. So it is kind of different. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> we saw like high level play when we played through it. Um, we saw uh, a chair player 
<clears throat> and a uh, soccer ball player or a basketball. I don't. I think it was a soccer ball. Um, that were just outlandish. They were way too good at what they were doing. Um, you know, the the whole game being a hide and seek thing, and then uh, they got that Gary's mod meta. You know, yeah. they practice. <laughs> they I, made. I, I trained my whole life for this. <laughs> exactly. Like they made it where the rest of the team did not have to care. Like we were so focused on trying to get them that the other people were just like, oh, this is nice. Just chilling as this, you know, fern in the corner or something. Like, we didn't even <laughs> know what the hell was going on. We're you look over, you see around. a fern just reading a book, like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like, it felt like that. All this, all the situations were so funny. Um, and then at the end of the night, we, we ended up, uh, <laughs> yes, Odysseus, the soccer ball we chased for three minutes. I, I'm pretty sure, like, it was three minutes game time. But I swear, that was the longest amount of time in real life. Like, the ball was literally just bouncing all over the place. We couldn't hit it with shit. I was, it was my first game as a sniper, and, like, my accuracy was probably 10% at that point. It was just no uh, we good. don't We don't have, like, the Benny Hill theme in our soundbite thing. We should, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we that should get been, that. <laughs> that would definitely have been it. <laughs> but, is, yeah. that, is that a game that has, like, exclusive playtest periods, or is it just, like, in early access? Uh, no, it is full game now. Yeah, it, it is officially full game, uh, but it, it had a free play weekend is what happened. Oh, okay. It was a free play weekend and it was half off, so it was 10 bucks uh, during that weekend. Uh, oh, shoot. Well, we should have we got that for our game tonight. That would have been fun. Yeah, I didn't know. Since we're closer to Halloween, it might actually be on sale one more time. I don't know if it'll be 50% again, but... Um, hey, on sale, any, any percent is fine with me. Yeah. I'm hoping, especially since it did appear that um, a lot more people were playing during that free weekend, so hopefully maybe uh, a decent chunk of people are still going to be playing in the next couple weeks. I hope um, by the time it comes out for Real Real, they add more black people. <laughs> You're right, though. The The skins were a little lacking in general, yeah. Would you like to be Jeremy or or Todd or Cody or <laughs> Jaquel? Like... <laughs> Uh, the the oldest uh, jankiest character I think is what they what they gave. Yeah, yeah he's like he's like super old Clyde or something, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a good design, you know. At least they didn't give him like the high fade, freaking half kink hairdo that they're giving all the black people nowadays. It's like I just <laughs> was talking on Twitter about that with somebody because uh, Bangalore and Sojourn they have it, and then they just came out with a new champion in League of Legends, Cassante, I believe, uh, who. Is basically a Lil Nas X self insert, which I appreciate because I love him. Oh, but wow. he's got that hairstyle. Um, Echo has that hairstyle, like every skin he's got. Um, some other champion that they've just released. Um, Senna has it. What's his name's wife? Uh, she's black and she has that hairstyle. I'm like, hire some black artists. Like, we have, we have hair. We do stuff with like Google something. I don't know. I'm sick. <laughs> the internet is free. Uh, <laughs> Astrid. Uh, I mean, it is if you go to library. So, I mean, yeah, you have, there's yeah. no excuse. Like, <sighs> Echo says character customization in Ghostbusters is deep. I did see that, that Discord image of the, the Luigi. <laughs> Which, but you can create you know, your own character? Great. Wait, I thought it was just like yeah. models and stuff. Because I just saw the one black dude, right? Uh, in No, in the actual Ghostbusters. Oh, Ghostbusters, uh, not Midnight Hunters. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. So that that might be a little extra wrinkle for you on uh, on the choices on Ghostbusting games, but 
We'll see. We'll see. The- well, you know, you know, customizations on my bingo card. So, I mean, that's I'm already I'm already interested. I'm about to YouTube later. See if it's a game I like. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> but yeah, guys, that has been our what we've been playing. Uh, again, this is the Party Invite Show uh, podcast number eighty-seven. What? What? Eighty-seven. We all- been in what is what is eighty seven in like the, the anniversary years? You know how they have like fifty is the the golden anniversary. <laughs> I actually looked that up once. It's like a whole list of like there's a new custom list and there's an old custom list. And so like for like for the twenty fifth anniversary, for instance, it's like the ten anniversary. So you have to give like a ten like an anniversary gift that includes ten, like you know the the medal. That's the old one. The new one is like I don't know flowers or something. But like it's crazy that all these different customs have evolved like that and i think it's actually really cool so what we got i'm gonna google it right now <laughs> it's the aluminum foil anniversary well because we crazy because that's right <laughs> it is that time of year um but otherwise yeah uh, i guess we'll probably get into a game here in a second but is there any other discussion topics that you wanted to go over it also I mean, nothing really comes to mind besides, like, the, the voice acting debacle. Um, but like I said, I'd really like some more information to come to light mm-hmm. because now people don't know what's going on. Um, Helena Taylor was so convincing. She had, like, a four-part series. Um, yeah. It was a little bit... It got kind of hostile towards the end, which kind of surprised me. I mean, I, I understand she's frustrated, but, like, you know, I don't know. It's just weird. Um, but I wish, you know, Helen Taylor the best, and I hope Jennifer Hale gets, you know, the, the internet to calm down. Um <laughs> I really don't know what I want to do because I want to play that game so badly, but I just, it's one of those things. It's like, yeah, it's like when I say with Overwatch too, like I'm not going to buy the battle pass personally, but if somebody <laughs> just happens to donate on Twitch the exact amount of money that I would need to buy the battle pass, it's not my money. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's a hundred dollars to Godfall. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? See, you, we'll be right back. I have to go, I have to go talk and converse with my family. Right, quick. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm, like I said look, earlier, I'm loquacious, so it's about to be a long fight. I'm talk. 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 <laughs> All right, cool. So, uh, yeah, I can put us on the beat right back screen and we can figure out what we want to do as far as this game stuff is concerned. Uh, do you want a break break or? Um, I'm good to go. Right into it. Okay, cool. Let me switch this over then. Fancy. Not really, but you know. <laughs> 